Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. Hi, I'm Kemi Sharia. And I'm Monica Ainley. And you're listening to Fashion No Filter. Where we sit down with some of the lead creatives, strategic thinkers, and emerging talent around us to interpret the ins and outs of the fashion industry today. Welcome back to Fashion No Filter. And thank you for finding your way back to us. Despite our masterfully executed disappearing act at the end of what we have retroactively decided to name season one. And that, my friends, is closure. Yes, because we realized we were gone a bit too long to disguise our absence by calling it a mere break. So yeah, RIP season one and long live season two. Yay! It wasn't really a holiday. Um, I For those who follow me on Instagram, you will not have been able to miss that I spent the summer on complete lockdown sitting on my couch as punishment for having way too much fun at the most fashionable wedding of the season. Excuse me. I mean, no offense, Monica, it was a pretty fashion, the shrimp's wedding. It was a very fashionable wedding. But anyway, I was... You definitely made a fashionable exit. I, yeah, I did. I ran over a glass, uh, severed a tendon, and the NHS helpfully stitched me up with five bits of glass in there. So note to all you lovely listeners, um, don't take your shoes off ever, 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 ever. Still love you, NHS, though. Yeah, obviously. What else is new, Monica? You got married in yes. Custom Joseph. I did, indeed. Which we joked that Louise, um, Louise Trotter, who left Joseph, um, was so involved in Monica's wedding that she couldn't focus on two things at the same time. But actually, she has now just announced that she's moved to Lacoste. Exactly. And actually, it was a custom-made Louise Trotter dress, uh, which was an amazing collaborative opportunity. No, it was a beautiful dress. I loved doing that with you, Louise. So I have a new foot. Monica's married. And we have a new producer. Welcome, Joel. For better um, and for worse, as long as we all should live. There you go. Amen. Here we go, season two. And we should probably preempt this housekeeping by assuring you that we didn't exactly plan on pulling a Houdini. Both of us severely disapprove of ghosting. Uh, especially me. I mean, Monica's married now, so you th- you'd, you'd hope that her husband isn't about to fall off the face of the earth. No ghosting. No ghosting. We won't do it again. So we thought we would take five minutes to renew our vows and update you with our new vision for season two. Uh, By the way, we should probably also tell you that our family did grow while we were away. We had a baby. (laughs) Are you referring to the TV show? Yes, I am, in fact, referring to the TV show, which is pretty much, as far as I can tell, 
kind of similar to giving birth. It's a huge thing uh, to <laughs> create, but it was fun. And our baby aired on Palio. No Pumbo. offense to all the mothers giving birth out there. <laughs> okay, maybe it's a little different. <laughs> Um, but it aired on Paris Premier, the French TV channel in September, and we could not be prouder parents. And though that is what kept us away from you, we hope that those of you who do speak French manage to catch the show. Uh, we will add the link in the show notes, which drum roll is a new feature of this newly improved season two. Because yes, we are back. And we're here to stay. And we really missed you. Before we get into the thick of this episode, we thought we would quickly talk you through the new format so you know what to look forward to in the coming weeks. Um, I guess the main bit of feedback that we got from season one is that we were not putting out episodes often enough, um, which was an issue that we couldn't really solve as stitching together all our segments and putting together the interviews meant a lot of time in and out of the studio. Um, and that's not helped by the fact that Monica still lives uh, across seas. So to make life easier for ourselves and more fun for you, we've decided to reduce our guest count to one one per show. So we'll only be interviewing one person per episode. Um, one carefully selected individual, which will actually also allow us to go into more depth with that person. Uh, so you're going to see generally two interviews per triptych, and these triptychs are all circling around one subject. And then in the third episode, Kemi and I will be have a discussion, having a discussion between the two of us, which actually was another piece of feedback that we got. Yeah, um, which was really nice, actually. People were saying that they really enjoyed us chatting to each other. Um, so we've decided to incorporate that. And one of one of three episodes will be just, just us. Just a review. We hope we are up to standards. We certainly hope so. We'll try our best. Yeah, without further ado, let's get back to it. Let's go. Since we would be nothing without it, um, today we are going to dive back into the digital world. I mean, that's a bit of a terrifying thought. We would still be born alive, just maybe not here, here. Uh, Monica, I'm a big believer in the butterfly effect. Ashton Kutcher had a big impact on me when I was growing up. So Cammy genuinely thinks that she would be living in a crack den with nothing and no one, <laughs> if not for Instagram. It was, okay, don't be mean. You never know. Like, okay, well, certainly we might not be friends. And I wouldn't be at Cammy Charrier. Do you think I'm friends with you for your Instagram No, account? but that, that's kind of how we met. We met like at Fashion Week when we were sort of starting true. off. That's true. And I, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be chatting to our guest of the hour had it not been for Instagram. We are starting this season with a trip where no mere mortal can go. In <laughs> fact, even the revered blue tick can't get you this kind of access. Dun, dun, dun. The Wizard of Oz of Instagram. <laughs> we are going behind the algorithm. Yep, that's us fluently conversing with the programming behind your favorite app. But since we figured most of you don't speak coding as fluently as we do, we have brought in an interpreter. And in fact, this woman is a bit of a unicorn as she speaks tech as fluently as she speaks fashion. So let's back up for a sec. In recent months, tech giants have begun to catch on to the idea of incorporating fashion industry heavyweights into their world domination strategies. So for example, Derek Blasberg has been hired by YouTube and US folks Selby Drummond by Snapchat. But before this was a trend, Eva Chen was poached from her job as editor-in-chief of Lucky Magazine. 
She had previously also held roles at Harper's Bazaar, Elle, and was promoted to beauty and health director at Teen Vogue before moving to Lucky. And while Eva was at Teen Vogue, I believe it was, Eva was also gaining attention for her very exciting and glamorous yet unusually down-to-earth approach to her personal Instagram account. She popularized the hashtag Eva Chen pose, which is kind of a behind-the-scenes selfie in the backseat of a car featuring close-ups of her highly tantalizing accessories. Today, this pose is practiced by influencers the world over. We managed to steal Eva in between shows during London Fashion Week. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If Only in Theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Eva. Hi. Welcome to Fashion No Filter. Thank you for having me. And welcome me. to London. And welcome to London. I literally arrived last night at like 10 p.m. and I was very excited to collapse into bed and go to sleep immediately. I can imagine. Although there was a wedding here until 1 a.m. that had like oomch, oomch music. It's this hotel. It's, it maybe is this hotel. Is, is this a party hotel? I it didn't is, realize. Yeah. It's like a you're in the party Hot town. Part. You're in party part of town. <laughs> I didn't realize that because usually when I choose hotels, I choose hotels based on how old lady the hotel is. Like, yeah. is there a harpist in yes. the corner? <laughs> is it brightly lit? Mm-hmm. Like, is the font on the menus oversized? That's literally usually how <laughs> I choose we hotels. We are at the Ned London, we should probably mention. <laughs> yes. Although there is a beautiful antique bed, which I feel like... No, the, the decor kind of is amazing. I would love to sleep in when I'm... This room is amazing. 90. I mean, there's this, like, kind of, like, Gatsby-esque chandelier. Yeah. There's a, a, a beautiful big bathtub in the middle of the bedroom, which is so luxurious. Yeah. Um, the bathroom is the size of my apartment in New York City, <laughs> and there are, like, three closets. It's amazing. Three and, closets. And three and three swimming pools. pools. And the food is delicious because you get um, room service from the restaurants, Chaconis, and Malibu Kitchen, and this Japanese place called Kaya. So Why it's very even delicious. bother going to shows? I'm, I'm sure you're just sitting here. I would yeah. super happily just be like eating my way through the Ned right Seriously. now. I suppose you could just watch the, th- the shows through Instagram. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Instagram Live. Because that, well, we that's go. what we're here to talk about today. Yes, we I like are. this nice segue. <laughs> <laughs> that's a beautiful Very segue. talented. <laughs> Why don't you segue into 
your first question that you have. Well, for everybody that doesn't know, Eva Eva Chen is um, is it head of fashion at Instagram? Is that how you say your your title? Fashion uh, partnership. Yeah. Fashion partnership. Yeah, I think that sounds about right. I never really check, so I <laughs> can just say yeah, head of fashion partnerships. Do you want to tell us a little bit about um, what your job involves? I mean, obviously scrolling through Instagram, but that's yes, obviously <laughs> spending time on Instagram. But um, yeah, well, there are so many ways to tell your story now on Instagram. I mean, there's Instagram OG, like the feed. There's Instagram Live. There's Instagram Stories. There's Hyperlapse. There's Boomerang. There's IGTV. There's Direct Message. The list goes on. Um, and so there's so much newness on Instagram. So I work with like models, designers, stylists, influencers, um, anything really that touches the fashion world. And I just help people tell their story better. How was that transition for you? It was actually like, I, I get asked that question a lot. And I don't, the, the transition was easier than you would think. Because when you're an editor at a magazine, your job is to get the best work out of people. Right. So like if I'm working with a photographer, um, I'm trying to get the be- the photographer to do his best work for the magazine. If I'm working, trying to cast like models that have like, um, cool stories or like you know get the best work out of them fashion editors etc and I actually feel like that's kind of like what I do now except it's for their own Instagram like everyone now is telling their own story on Instagram and I can if I can help them tell it better then that's that makes me happy so you're constantly communicating with like people with big followings or really any anything um you know I have I have a team I'm really lucky to have an amazing kind of dream team and so I do have one person who who joined me from the CFDA which is the Council of Fashion Designers of America Mm -hmm. and her role is to work with emerging designers so you could have 5,000 followers you could have 5 million followers or 50 million followers and we want to help everyone. It's equal opportunity help. Especially since I think, especially for small businesses, it's an amazing, um, Instagram is an amazing place to kind of um, build your business. It's a global platform of 1 billion people and then 400 million people using stories um, every single day. And then you have 90 million people who have used the shopping button on Mm -hmm. Instagram. Um, So that's like, those numbers are pretty crazy. And so for a young brand or like an upstart designer, it's pretty cool to be able to reach all those people on one at one place. It's been great. I've been at Instagram now for three years and so much newness. Like what's amazing about working at a place like Instagram is like every month it feels like there's something new mm. whether it's a new face filter whether it's uh more well, face filters please more face more, filters more, more. did you see mm. rihanna just launched hers no. it's like this like no crazy way. diamond crowned in honor of her diamond ball for charity last oh, week cool. um adidas launched one predator the movie predator uh which my husband was really into i i have to say the wedding i injured myself this summer uh-huh. and the wedding that i injured myself was hannah wayland who's the, um, the designer at shrimps and oh. for the wedding they had gifts that oh she'd God. drawn like the same no three they were amazing I mean that for me is infiltration if you can yeah. have like your own yeah. gif on social media yeah. yeah that's what I'm doing for my wedding well, Monica, I'm sorry have, we didn't organize that <laughs> anyone can have giphy stickers How? on Instagram so you have to um so you have to go to giphy.com and mm-hmm. create an account and then you, if you upload gifts it's like it gets pulled into the Instagram because all the stickers on Instagram are powered by giphy so mm. like I launched um like I made my own 
gifs. I think it's technically pronounced gif. Sorry, I don't um, know what I'm saying. But it's called giffy. Because in French you say, yeah, I, I never know which one. Is it gif or gif? I don't, I don't know. know, but I'm going to start calling it gif. Oh, we were really hoping, that you, girl, hoping that you would be the person to clarify that. It's actually, us. like, officially it's <laughs> gif, but um, the giffy team calls it a gif because it's called giffy. Okay. But um, but it's a gif. It's it's a gif. So I, I created so a whole bunch. So thank you for embarrassing yourself, Kemi. <laughs> no, no. We, this is a safe space. My brother works in San Francisco in tech. He's going to not be impressed when I'm But people that. call it everything. People call it I don't know. I, I, yeah. Sometimes I get confused between French and English words anyway, so. That is so chic. That's a very chic The thing chic is, I sound English, yeah, so it's, it it's a problem because I don't actually have a French accent, but I just say things wrong sometimes. <laughs> it's super chic. You, get, chic. you get away with you it. Do. Yeah. But um, so aside from gifs, yes. from gifs, gifs, aside from the gifs, yeah. oui. uh, in what other ways has Instagram most drastically uh, changed the way that our industry communicates? I mean, I think that when you think about fashion 10 years ago, back in the day when you were a lawyer, for instance, mm-hmm. like, um, you know, like fashion seemed like this very like far away, remote kind of like impenetrable space, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. if you weren't part of this t- community of buyers, editors, models, or stylists, mm-hmm. you weren't invited. Right. And I think now when you think about fashion, especially um, through Instagram, it's really kind of like democratized fashion. Yeah. Um, and it means that anyone who, like whether you live in Tokyo, Tulsa, or like, you know, um, Didsbury, that's a place <laughs> in England, uh, you know, it is. Yeah. Shout, cool, out. yeah. Shout, shout out. Shout out to Didsbury. Shout, shout out to all the people from we Didsbury, like listening. But like wherever you live, you can participate in fashion and feel like you're kind of following along. And you can kind of, it's like a choose your own adventure of fashion. You can curate people, whether it's models, designers, and stylists, or um, independent designers to follow and feel like you're a part of their lives i've discovered so many brands i'm sure it's the same for you guys like i discovered Mm. so many brands through instagram like just following you for instance it's like learning about like sophie bilbray who is like dream jewelry designer like yeah those earrings are the best um i saw um her work on you and um Emily Weiss. Yeah. And I literally yeah, was yeah. like, oh my God, I like yeah. need these earrings. The Danes are very good. It's like, yes. see, exa- exactly. You know, like countries that you would not necessarily have like explored the fashion. Copenhagen totally. Fashion Week. Copenhagen Fashion is a whole. Absolutely. All I we, will do, we will go and explore Copenhagen Fashion properly in one to. of our episodes because it's there's something brilliant. about the Danes and Scandinavia. They have the they've just got their own little hub yeah. going on. I literally want to like, I like who would have thought I'm literally like, I, I aspire to Copenhagen cool now. So, but I learned about I learned about so many of these brands like Sophie, like Ghani, mm. um, through Instagram and by following mm. um, influencers and following like magazines and really just kind of like following along. So, I think also it's like and you have this experience because you were a lawyer. But for me, I came to fashion late in my yeah, like life, and I do think like if you were 17 years old now and you were thinking about going to law school, but you had this like deep love of fashion if you kind of followed along whether it's an editor or a stylist or a set designer mm. um you can get a sense of what they do and you probably mm. would have realized true. your love of fashion even earlier yeah so, no, no true. that's 100 percent true i think we understand much more about the industry nowadays because there's a lot of behind the scenes yeah. and a lot of 
I mean, videos obviously tell a, a, a proper story. Yeah. I think that's really helped as well, mm-hmm, like, since mm-hmm. we've got Instagram stories. And yeah. It's so totally. fun. And Instagram stories, it's, like, the content's meant to be kind of disposable and yeah. not super serious. So it's, like, people can take risks with it. So, like, for instance, just this morning, um, Sam McKnight did an Instagram live mm. of his garment. The makeup artist. Uh, the hairstylist. hairstylist. So he's, like, this legendary hair la- hairstylist who does, like, all the Chanel shows and Fendi shows and is, like, Karl Lagerfeld's, like right hand hair person for like ever and it's like i tuned it said like oh sam mcknight is is live and i was like oh like what crazy backstage thing is he showing and it literally was the opposite it was like him walking through his country garden in the morning and i was like how amazing is that that you get a sense of these like industry legends and icons but you get to see their real personality it's the same for like pure paulo from valentino who's like my favorite designer to follow right now he just joined instagram like three months ago but it's like when he's backstage or behind the scenes of a photo shoot it's like he's posting the models he's like showing the soundtrack he's doing and it like it feels very intimate Mm. um and it it makes you appreciate like when you do see that campaign image in like exactly or harper's bazaar it's like i know the soundtrack that they used it makes the image come alive even more Okay, I'm going to go really, like, BBC on you Oh, now. my God, I'm scared. <laughs> this is my one, like, women's hour. Oh, oh that, yeah, let's do Eva, it. you have come from print media. Are you now yes. part of its eventual demise? That is, like, such a serious question. I know, and but I, I have sorry, to ask. I was going to let her ask that. It's, it's just, like, I wonder how you feel about print media. I like that your voice also went like yes. four octaves lower. I was imitating. I was genuinely imitating a woman who interviewed us on Women's Hour. That's <laughs> Shout so out. That's so funny. Um, no, because I feel like I will always love print. Like I have a print magazine on my bedstand right now. Mm. Um, and I love feeling paper. Like mm. I have a, a print book over there and a print magazine on my bed. Um, mm. I mean, I, I think as a medium, Instagram can enhance print, 100%. if anything, because mm-hmm. if you think about a magazine like British Vogue or American Vogue or yeah. um, like Numero or any of the amazing niche Japanese publications based out of Tokyo that like I am not always able to buy because it's $50, yeah. it's yeah. like you, ca- it's kind of like a companion. So it, and it helps you increase your reach because what, the magazine might have a print run of 50,000 in Japan, but through Instagram, you can feel like closer to that brand and closer to them as a publication. So um, I think the best magazines and the smartest magazines are the ones that, um, you know, use Instagram and use influencers to their advantage. And like, I mean, RIP Lucky back when I was there, but like when I was at Lucky, it was like the first thing I did was start like integrating like Instagrammers and influencers and trying to like feature them frequently because I do think it's a symbiotic relationship and there is and should be room to kind of for for everyone at the table. And I think that magazines need to continue to exist. Mm -hmm. What do you say to people who worry about um, there being no separation between private life and mm-hmm. public life anymore. I like that your voice went lower an octave. Again. I actually oh can't God. help it. I do it. I, it's when I'm thinking and talking at the same I'm time. I'm into it. It's uh, very like... It's already pretty deep, so I should probably try and keep it a little bit more perky. Uh, <laughs> I think to answer that question, I think everyone has to set their own guidelines yeah. and boundaries. Yeah. It's like, it's... 
a very personal decision what you choose to post on Instagram. I know some designers who only post work. I know other designers like um, Victoria Beckham this morning, you know, like she will post like the, she'll post the family. She'll post what wine she's drinking. She'll post her makeup routine. Like like, thank God she posts the family. Such a beautiful family. Hello, David. That makes me want. (laughs) We love you. (laughs) She makes me want to have like four children. I think I said that to her once and it was like slightly creepy. I was like, you make me want four kids. And she was like, oh, no, she wasn't. She like laughed, but like, she's so smart. She's so smart and cool. And like, like the show was grounded. insane this morning. It, I loved it. Yeah, it was. I mean, I always. I'm so glad she's come back to London. Yeah. It feels it great it, to have is her it back. Just for this one. Time I don't know. I forever? hope not. I think probably it's. I not selfishly. For, want I think it's her just for New the, the. It's her 10th anniversary. I think. Yeah, it is her. 10th. Um, yeah. But I think it's sad. We we need her here. London has great energy, though. I love London fashion. It's been a really good week. It's been a really good week for fashion in London. I just feel like London energy is a little bit more experimental. It's a little cheeky. It doesn't feel like it has to be, like, fashion, you know? It's like... Absolutely. I always feel that as soon as I get off the train from Paris. I love that Del Pozo Mm. showed in J.W. Anderson yesterday was... J.W. The milkmaid hat was crazy good. Um, Mary Catranzu and it's like that new crop of designers like Mary or they're not new but like they're all celebrating their 10 year anniversary like Mary Peter Pelotto uh, Christopher Kane and Erdem you know like yeah. I love that kind of that yeah. foursome like I yeah. love all their clothes and I just feel like the energy that they have but um, but to go back to your question which I'm it's about private lives private lives because I'm trying to remember all I remember is like how your voice dropped yes <laughs> no but um, people speak to me about this all the time yeah I, yeah I definitely think you know I, I think that people have to set up their own boundaries their own um, kind of rules and um, like for, for me for instance like I read a, a physical good old fashioned print book like next to my bed like every mm. night before, before mm. I go to sleep too. like that is my like yeah. mental rule because it helps me kind of like relax and like um even if i only get through three or four pages like it just it's my own rule um i myself don't have like a crazy filter on instagram just because i feel like especially when it came to motherhood and having kids like instagram has been such a great source of support um and like when for instance my son had colic uh when when he was very very young and i he was not sleeping and it's like amount of support where followers like dm'd me and said this worked for me try this medication try that and like that really helped me and i know some people who don't show their kids or don't Mm want to talk about parent parenting on Instagram and it's like I completely yeah, each re- to their own yeah. yeah to each their own and I completely respect that decision but for me personally like one of my followers recommended this like warm tummy warming thing for my son and it, that literally was a thing that that worked that worked right. so it really depends and we have tools it's something that's on the top of we have like um an Instagram like wellness team and their job is to keep Instagram like a safe place and one of the tools they launched is like like the time that you did. now on Instagram you can see how much time you spent on Instagram <gasps> do you guys know about uh, that? oh my god no I don't know if that's gonna make me want to know okay so it's here in features okay wait and there's so features let's features. do it live oh no I really don't want to look at this okay features. Not, I don't know if you have it so go into your settings oh wait, I'm, I'm on no I'm that's on. in your DM I go can't. into your profile page it's not going to work because I'm on... Oh. Your daily average is... So my daily average is 2.5. Only two, two hours, hours and 50 minutes. Only? That's... And then you could, like, even set reminders for, like, after you've been on it for, like, <gasps> a certain amount of time or... So that it tells you. So that... That's quite good. Yeah, That's very clever. You're trying to help people... Yeah, you could kind Wean of... themselves off it. Yeah. 
if you if you want to, to yeah. wean yourself off no, I think it, I think at, like with everything, it's wow. sort of with moderation. I think mm. Instagram is fantastic, mm. as we said. It's a communication yeah. tool. It's it's a storytelling tool. It's a business building. It's a tool. business building yeah. tool. But it's true that if you end up pouring too much of your life and soul on something which is basically not reality, you will find yourself removed from reality. Yeah, well, but, and yeah. I think that's also why it's so important to like live your reality on Instagram yeah. and off Instagram. Mm. I mean, there are people who live one life on Instagram, but then it's not like they're fronting you know they're pretending to have a certain lifestyle or Mm. pretending to be someone they're not and on or off instagram it's really important just to be yourself so for me it's like i will i show a lot of aspects of my life from like a flight delay to um you know something as unglamorous as like a flight delay or something like disastrous happening happening to like you know being in this beautiful room at the ned with like a well, a crooked lampshade and like delicious yeah. room service. Like I'll yeah. show different aspects. And I yeah. think that kind of sense of authenticity mm-hmm. is really important because you just have to remember to be yourself, which sounds weird to have to like say, but we all know people who it's like, no, no, of course. Totally. I think it's important to repeat it. I think yeah. you, you must always remember, um, you know, like that behind a picture, behind even a video. Yeah sometimes there's a very different story to what you're actually being shown and I think people need to be mindful of that yeah and like just being yourself and like don't take it too seriously I mean I and just kind of have fun with it I think that's the most important thing like that's the key confession time how many times have you scrolled through your feed since this episode began hey I don't have to answer that, do I? So Instagram has obviously changed the way that people shop. Yeah. Um, and you guys are going to be announcing proof of this tomorrow. Yeah. In that 90 million accounts now tap to reveal tags in shopping. Yeah. And you're also launching shopping in stories and explore. Mm-hmm. So what does this like concretely mean for retailers and designers well, I think it's and great. shoppers? I mean, I think it's good for like everyone all around because again, like we all know that people are getting inspired on Instagram to shop. Like I, from all the influencers I follow, from all the retailers I follow, from net a that I follow, from like designers that I follow, like Ghani and mm-hmm. the bazillion other designers I follow. And what this means is that it just makes it easier for people to like shop. Um, it's something where we've been listening to feedback and we've been listening to like what consumers and followers and brands are asking for. And not a day goes by when a designer says like, like I know people are shopping from my Instagram because if I post something on my Instagram, I see a direct correlation mm-hmm. to like that item in the store being sold out. I wish it were easier. And it's like, this is our way of helping people make it easier. Yeah. So I think it's a good thing. Um, and people should take advantage of those tools. If I were a young designer, like if, if I were a designer, which I am definitely not, but (laughs) if I were to design like a clothing line, which again, I am definitely not, um, (laughs) what I would do is I would launch it on Instagram. I would use hashtags. I would ask friends like you guys. Do you think hashtags are still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Hashtags are a huge thing. And it's funny because I think a lot of fashion people are like, hashtags. Yeah, because it's not chic. It's not chic, but but it's useful. But it's useful. And like, this is not a fashion example, but it's a book example. Like, 
The hashtag bookstagram has mm-hmm. been used 21 million times. Wow. So if you follow the hashtag bookstagram, like you're, you start getting posts in your feed and on stories. Because you can follow hashtags now, yes. yes. You can follow hashtags. Okay. So it's like I've, I've seen so many books that really I've like, interesting. I've seen books that I want to like read that I've like ended up buying. Um, I also have seen like really like delicious library pictures that people post like really gorgeous libraries with the hashtag bookstagram bookshelf porn is also bookshelf, a, like a great oh my god like <laughs> when you see really porn. it's like these people that are obsessed with bookshelves yeah. and like post a, all of these photos i of am obsessed with their bookshelves books. it's like very very like dreamy but instagram for travel i think as it's travel and fashion for me the two big big things yeah because anywhere that you want to research i go onto the geotag of the hotel i look at what people are doing i look at like the rooms the food um it's it's great to sort of get inspired you can like look around areas and see what people are doing around there i mean for me it's just been real real exactly how i use it too and that's like like i as i mentioned in the beginning of this like podcast I said like I like hotels where it's like kind of old lady hotels like a little (laughs) bit like not like "Mm I like the calmer hotels and so like I'm going to Brazil later this year and I literally like looked at the hashtag for the hotel and one of the hotels posted a picture where there was like a disco ball and like flashing lights and they were like every Thursday night is party night and I was like (laughs) thank you Instagram hashtag research for helping me figure (laughs) out what hotel to stay in so so I think it's like I read that um, the most um, the most way millennials book hotels is how Instagrammable a place or a hotel is. Yeah. So they will. It won't be like oh, it's cheap or it looks cool or it's how Instagrammable is my hotel. I don't not believe that. No, I, I mean, believe like, it's look true. At this, like this room is made for Instagram. Like you know, it's like with this antique bed and well, the bathtub. look at Les Roches. Yeah, yeah. You can't get a room in there anymore. Yeah. Really? The, have you been? Uh-uh. It's this hotel in the south of France. They invited a bunch of us last summer, and What's like they called? really uh, got it on Rouge. Instagram. Okay. And it's got the biggest um, saltwater pool of the whole of Europe, and it looks like wow. a Slim Aaron's photograph. Wow. It's so Literally beautiful. Literally looks like a Slim Aaron's photo. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the pool is dug into a big rock on the sea and then across from it you have this island with an old ruined castle um that it looks like it's from Tantin it It is is from from Tantin yeah it's amazing anyway but that's like when I went to Australia the first not the first place but I was like I cannot leave Australia without going to Bondi Beach yeah right exactly the pool yeah that pool and I was like and literally when I saw it in real life I was like whoa it's like my brain it's like this is an Instagram photo come to life wait it is real life um and it was just like seeing something in real life was crazy. Do you think that people who follow you guys on Instagram might have that when they see you in real life? No. Maybe they do. I guess I feel like for me, I'm usually like pushing like a child in a stroller with like a slightly sweaty upper lip and then like with like toilet paper stuck on my foot and like <laughs> running around. Of, since I had my crutches, I think because maybe... I was even more recognizable. A lot of people have been coming up to me and being very sweet, uh-huh. saying like, oh, thank you for being sort of continuing to sort of power through and providing inspiration. Because I think like for a while, I didn't really know what to do with myself and social right. media and the foot because it really sort of wasn't part of my brand to sort of, you know, be injured. And Legs are a- an important feature. Being able to wear shoes and running around and doing things is what I normally do. Yeah, and yeah. I was sort of sat on a chair all summer and I couldn't figure out whether I wanted to just be really you know withdraw myself and just look after Mm. myself or kind of share and after a while I thought you know what like a lot of people go through this yeah and I would rather show people that 
I'm making the best of a bad situation. Yes. So I got pink crutches yeah. that were like cancer research crutches yeah. and sort of was styling out my outfits, like trying to make my my like bandage go with my yeah. foot. Like it was with my shoes. And it turned out that it was a really sort of character building moment Definitely. because I realized that, you know, real life isn't always pretty. Yeah. Right. But if you make the best of something, you will yeah. actually continue mm. to sort of have a good time yeah and, and and make it look good on social media and your followers i'm sure appreciated that you were being like honest, honest yeah. and kind of showing the real life yeah. and yeah. it's like again like as a mom like it being a mom is really tiring yeah. there's a lot of hard stuff and so even if my daughter for instance it's like i'm like it's 9 30 why is she not asleep yet and then if i post that on instagram i, I get so many Messages, comments but it's yeah. literally like I'm going through that too. My daughter mm. keeps like, and it's like, stick with it, mom. And it's like, from both sides, it's like, I appreciate the encouragement. It like, literally, like, I remember when I was particularly tired, it like made me start crying. Like, No, no, some, same. Like, I had joy. so many wonderful messages from so people this summer sending me pictures of them in their crutches or them in hospital or seeing some, I don't know, like, I, it, for me, it was really heartwarming yeah. to see like that other people were going through the same thing. It actually does help. Definitely. you're not alone and then people will set also said like it's like we really appreciate because it's like we appreciate that you're not just showing like your daughter perfectly like, with perfect pigtails yeah. and like wearing this and wearing like french designer clothes you're, you show like the 360 of being a mom and that's yeah. what really like mm. being a mom is like it's like tiring and exhausting yeah. but joyful yeah. um so that i think emotional honesty is like the most important thing okay this is actually but people ask me about this all the time and i'm like i don't know no it's a good question monica wants to <laughs> okay this is like serious investigation oh i'm gonna God, have okay. to drop my voice okay, drop your okay. Voice. <laughs> eva like yeah. eva i feel like there's this like kind of world quest for knowledge of how you get a blue tick on Instagram. Okay, so Monica, by the way, doesn't a, have one. Yet. Okay. <laughs> because <laughs> this is like a podcast, you can't see that Monica literally moved the microphone like so that it's literally right under my nose. <laughs> like I wasn't really trying to make you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> um, so verification is really funny because people take it super seriously. Yes, they do. I've yeah. never got so many messages of congratulations than when I got verified. I like of my whole career, my f every single friend that and I've it's known. It's like, like you've my won the family. Nobel Peace yes, Prize. I don't even remember. So I got verified, I think, when I was working at Lucky. I don't even remember like how I got verified. Oh, I remember when I but got verified. But it's because it's kind of big brotherish in the best way possible. It's like they saw you. Yeah. They Instagram considered it. who you are. Someone had a conversation okay. about it at HQ. So, um, okay, so let me demystify a few things. Let's use this, these next few minutes as an opportunity to debunk some myths. Number one, like, it, I don't have, like, a big blue tick button, like, that's like, boom. Oh, my God, I would love that. that. Eat them. So, um, we have a team based, uh, it's a global team that basically reviews accounts for verification. We're actually testing um, public verification in through the app now. So that's something that some people will see where they can actually request to be verified through the app. Um, it's based God, on a number will, of things. That will blow up your not people. Yeah, thankfully, <laughs> I think everybody go, wants it to does be not go to my inbox, thankfully. Like verification started because um, public figures like actresses and singers were getting impersonated and mm. people would like mm. pretend to be, let's just say Miley Cyrus and then send a message to a young girl saying like, hey, send me money for tickets or whatever. I'm making that up, but it's like, gotcha. like it was like that kind of thing. So they added verification as a safety measure um, to protect the community, but also to protect the public figure. So 
somehow along the way it became this like cool. badge of honor like yeah. you were winning the olympics like yeah. you like it's like bigger yeah, yeah, yeah. than an olympic medal yeah. i actually have had olympic medalists say that like having the blue badge <laughs> is more important to them than a gold medal I'm no like, you're lying we need to reevaluate your priorities here but um <laughs> usually it's a combination of things it's like how many impersonators do you have um tell me about the like tell share the press that like the that that has been written about you so like what we like i would nickname like notability i guess mm-hmm. so it's a combination of factors that i am not even fully aware of what they are but we can talk about that offline too oh, yeah. um other <laughs> myths for instance are that like um like the algorithm people love using the yeah. word algorithm. yes the algorithm i didn't or want to use it because it's a bit of a dirty word with the I, I i have to say the algorithm and i have a very difficult relationship really yes why i don't like the algorithm okay why <laughs> Because I feel like the algorithm, it, I feel like what it does is that it, I feel like it favors content that you've already seen. I think what mm. like, I think like people tend to like what they know because that's right. how we are as humans. Right. And so the algorithm loves an avocado picture because like people just like, you know, they automatically will well, like that. it's based that. on your personal engagement. Yeah. So, um, so the algorithm basically, actually it's funny because- I feel like it's gone through a phase where it used to be that your, your content could have the same reaction no matter what. And now, unless you're posting yourself, I have this thing that unless I post myself, my pictures don't get any engagement. Same, but I don't care because I don't no, want it to just be I'm myself. Insane. But I'm like, but people probably it's because they want to see you and what you're doing. Of ultimately, course, ultimately, people and I always say this to people that I'm talking to. It's like a self a selfie always does yeah. well. People mm. have very like mixed feelings about selfies, but mm. it's like no, of course, people like selfies, for instance, because it it feels the most real. It feels like people. Like you're there you're there yeah. you're taking the picture mm. and it's not like a photographer exactly. and it's you're really in it's the like moment the yes. least, least distance between you and absolutely. your follower absolutely the more professional a photo yeah, is the less well it does the less well it does and it can be like an amazing photo that was in Paris Vogue people like literally don't they would like rather it. have a picture where you're taking a picture a, self, a mirror selfie yeah of yeah. your outfit yeah um, that is an okay, absolute okay, so categorical rule I have, I have rule. a real question about the algorithm yes is it true that if um you post pictures of yourself that get high engagement and then pictures that you're just want to share which you know will get lower engagement the your the algorithm won't won't pull your content to the top as frequently because no, you're that's not true okay good so like so we can continue to post this, everything that was, mm-hmm. the, that was the second myth i was going to debunk is that like instagram does not hide posts so a lot of people will say like i feel like Instagram hid my post and then showed my followers a picture of Kim Kardashian instead. And I <laughs> love Kim, like much respect to Kim, but it's like, we don't hide posts. No, Kim is it's, just famous. Yeah. It's like, it's purely based on engagement. So for instance, my coworker, one of my coworkers who has like less than, she doesn't have that many followers, but she always shows up the first in my Instagram stories tray. Because you because like I, her all Because the time. I like her posts yeah. and because I If you watch search her someone, you're going to see them, right? Well, like, no, well, if you search someone, if you, or you search them, them in the. Like, if you search them, as in you're like, oh, I'll just check. As when. in stalking, she means. Okay. <laughs> I'll just <laughs> check what so and so's been up to recently. <laughs> I, Let's not use any names. I Let's not use. <laughs> any names i don't actually know i have to check to see if that's like a signal for I like engagement i'm but like almost positive yeah. okay that if you search someone again let's not go into details hypothetically speaking hypothetically speaking 
you're gonna see what they yeah, as soon I, as they I post. Think so. Which is I like that. I like yeah. the fact that it remembers who I'm interested in and okay. brings up content that yeah. even things that I haven't necessarily liked because I'm trying to play it cool. But that's why like yeah. shopping, which we're launching um, in Explore, like that's going to be a, it's going to be amazing because like for instance, yeah. if you like Sophie Bilbray, mm-hmm. like the accounts that are similar to Sophie, you be more likely to see in your explore so i think it'll be really really, amazing for designers like all those copenhagen designers are gonna like it's gonna be gangbusters for them yes (laughs) well Well, we're gonna let you go (laughs) we'll let you continue (laughs) then are you you off to india i'm I'm not going to india i think you should have a bar i'm going to do a workout now with my team Uh. do you know this um trainer named Russell Russell Dave. skinny bitch collective yeah oh my so god I met him you are going to suffer die. I know it's I know I hard love hardcore so I done met it. him yes. through Instagram a year ago it's my one year anniversary I met him through him. Instagram too yeah. he DM'd me yeah, see he DM'd DM'd me he was like come and train I was like I'm allergic to exercising yeah. I can't come and train with exactly. supermodels yeah when I exercise I go as red as a tomato I don't want you to film me and I went and I loved it he's really and it's called skinny bitch collective SBC Russell SBC and he's the hardest trainer I've ever worked with but also the most fun he's fun it's like he's really you're funny you're laughing so hard yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. time so we I but mean, it, it, I'm, I'm not lying he trains Victoria's Secret models so uh, yeah. like you go and it's wow. you and like uh, Constance Jablonski and you're a bit yeah. like okay cool like, <laughs> and then she looks really good and then yeah no no people, he'll shout these at models me, he's don't like, sweat like I'm sorry but don't. when I They're exercise I don't look like the same human <laughs> I'm like another color <laughs> it's not normal we've exercised together many times <laughs> it's also really hard to keep a straight face when we're when together no, I'm together. laughing like the whole time and then he, like if you look at but laughing Instagram, is good for your abs that's so yes. I think you can technically I, argue yeah, that I only have one I only have one ab but He's so great. I only have one app. There you go. Yeah, I have one. <laughs> that counts. That's, that's, and I have one app, but he's phenomenal and I'm really excited. So we're doing a team workout. You will not see it on his Instagram because we are off brand for him. What? No. If you, look you at supermodels. But if I you said. look at his Instagram feed, which is Insta, uh, Russell SBC, it's literally like models no, no, I'm telling doing you. like squats in unison. And I'm then so excited to follow this man. You I need can't to, believe you I need haven't to see told his Instagram. You it's amazing. But he's like, he's, amazing he's like and he's so nice and funny and like he'll slide into your dms like if i post a picture of like wine he'll be like absolutely not do not do that <laughs> so it's the good to phrase, have that reminder slide into your dms is one of my favorite of oh, all yeah. insta lingo yeah. history yeah it's pretty good it's very like uh expressive yeah before we go i want to ask you just to leave it on a, on a fun note who's your favorite person to follow besides you guys yeah obviously besides us um i like there are two like little Instagram fashionistas. I think they're both based out of Japan, of Ooh, course. Amazing. Um, there's one named Coco Pink Princess. Coco Have you guys heard of her? Following her. Coco Pink Princess. Brace, brace yourself. No. Brace your Oh my goodness. <gasps> oh my goodness. She oh, is how so, old is she? She's like seven. She's really is cool. She, oh goodness, she is, she's got more attitude than the three of us put together. She is yeah. my style. Wow. She, Bucket hats. And Coco yeah. Pink, is Coco Pink Princess's mom behind this account? Or Look is Coco Pink? boots. Wow. Yeah, her mom um, helps her with it. And then the oh. other one is a... Like I'm in, I'm inspired by children. <laughs> like <laughs> literally this one, is, she's also Japanese. Um, Zoe in the city. And she's like super cool as well. Like, look at this casual Brooklyn <gasps> street style flare jean moment. No, this is not fair. Zoe in no, the city is way cooler than me. Yeah, she's pretty disgustingly cool. Wow. And then, of course, when I try to dress up my child, my, my daughter's like, no. 
like, oh yeah yeah she's not she she i i have tried to get her to like embrace her street style but she's not into that is so cute but she's she's pretty cute zoe in the city zoe eva thank you so much for chatting to us thank you so much and i hope to run into you later at the vogue party thanks for having me guys no it's been great it's been great i feel like we've learned loads yay Thank you so much to everybody for finding your way back to us today. Thank you, um, Eva, for taking the time in between all your fashion adventures to uh, to chat to us about all of this stuff. Thanks also to our new producer, Joel, and the good people at ACAS. The good people. The good people. What are the good people? Who wrote that? Monica, please talk normally. We're not in the middle age. Thank you to the wonderful people at ACAST for... You shall sit with us at the round table, good people. For hosting our good podcast. (laughs) Very good. Please rate and review us. If you're that kind of person, we'll love you forever. Actually, I think we should make this fun. Let's yeah. make this fun. Please rate and review us and the funniest, the funniest or punniest review shall get a proper shout out. We'll yeah, read we're going to read it out and you will officially be promoted to the status of no filter friend. Absolutely. Get reviewing. If that's not incentive enough, I don't know what is. Uh, see you next time for another take on the social media phenomenon. From no filter friend, Catherine Omrod, the author and journalist who we love. Okay, bye. good people of the internet ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi Mm. hello fresh Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.